Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. My name is Bob Shoy. And I'm Emma Apps. And you're listening to The Simpsons, four and one more. And on this episode, we're talking about season three. Yay! Yeah, did you enjoy rewatching it? it? This is one of my favourite seasons. I absolutely love this season. And Right. And the season for me is just getting better and better. Mm. And we're getting into, like, the prime, prime um, goodness of the show. Shall we I'm say? I'm currently in the middle of season five and it is phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, how do I narrow this down? Like watching it, I'm like, this might be my favourite season. Do you know I keep what? saying that for everyone I watch. It, that's exactly what I was just about to say. I watch this and I'm like, oh, I forgot how much I love this. Um, yeah. And then I keep saying, oh, this is my favourite season. No, this is my favourite. Mm. And it just keeps getting better and better. And I just can't wait to just spell out all my love for this season so yeah i'm it, it's very just enthusiastic. phenomenal how many good episodes there are i can't but there is there another show in existence that has this many good episodes like there's there's hardly a duff episode exactly i mean i found my list um quite easy to write i don't know if it's just yeah. just because of this season but i definitely found my list my top five or my top four my one more easy to pick from but mm-hmm. i could easily sit there and watch all of them and pick out something that i love about each individual episode so it, it it's getting harder to critique in my opinion yeah exactly um as i the further i get you know sometimes we talk about like our lesser favorite episodes yeah. towards the end i'm finding that because i'm like the bottom of my season five is still like well that's still an amazing episode yeah you know? <laughs> um so the, the, what I was going to say about this, I looked at my list for season two and I looked at my list for this. And last time of our top four, three of them were the same episodes. Yeah. And we had like one different one each. And I feel like this might be the same. Yeah. Or at least similar. Yeah. I, th- I, I think I agree with you as well. Um, yeah. I feel like 
there could potentially be some curveballs when when I was watching I was thinking oh I can I can guess that Bob will probably really like this episode and I was trying to sort okay. of guess where you know the ones that you'd picked and the ones you haven't but to be honest I do think that our top four or five will be pretty yeah. similar if not in just different orders and I've looked at season four and season five and I think that's when it's going to really diverge because I feel like with season two and three there's like some clear these are the, they're all great, but these are the greatest. Yeah. But then as you get on, there's such a varied bunch that I think as as this podcast goes on, they're going to be more varied of our lists. Yeah. And I also think that um, by this point, especially the end of season three, a lot of secondary characters that we all like have yeah. had or will have their own standout episodes. So you know a lot yeah. more about that person. So I feel like you could take the characters in different directions and i think that that's why all the episodes are so good but i mean like if you really like a particular character there's probably a standout episode by sort of like Mm. season five yeah i noticed that in this one for sure i made a note of that myself actually like some side characters are suddenly getting like whole episodes about them yeah which is really fun yeah so um it, it definitely is sort of coming more away from just being about the Simpsons family and definitely introducing the wider universe mm. um, in more depth, which which I love because obviously the, the other characters, as we said in the last episode, there's so many other characters that you love just as much as the prime five. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, to explore season three. So season three, um, yeah, like I said, I think we're going to have a bunch of the same. I think our top two are going to be the same two. Yeah, probably. Uh, if not, I'll be surprised. <laughs> uh, and some of these classic episodes, rewatching them, I was just like, wow, this really is as good as I remember it. This just holds up perfect. Yeah. But I guess we'll get into it. Yeah. I'm excited. Okay. So, um, okay, my number four, and I think this will be on your list. <laughs> 100% think this will be on your list. Um. It's one that I, if you'd asked me before I rewatched it, would it be my favorite? I'd be like, oh, I'll be somewhere in the middle. When I rewatched it this time, I couldn't believe how good this episode was. Bart the Lover. Yeah, this is on my list. Yeah. Yeah. So this is my number three. Okay, right. I thought it would be on your list and I almost didn't put it in my top four because I was like, oh, Emma's going to have it, but this is, I have to, it's my, it's so up there. I love this episode so much. I mean, it's incredible. for me, it's actually a little bit different to you. So when I was writing my list, I actually thought that this would be closer to the top, mm-hmm. maybe like my episode two. And then I was like, Oh, no, but I prefer this episode. So it's mm. sort of a similar situation to you, but almost in reverse. Like I kind of bigged it up a little bit more in my head. And then when it came to the, the list making and I really sort of had to crunch everything down, I was a bit like, oh, no, I'll put it in number three. So, yeah, this is my number three. I forgot that this was the same episode that had Homer building the doghouse in it. <laughs> There's so many like B plots in The Simpsons that you completely forget that it's in a particular episode yeah, until you watch you it which episode and you're like, in. oh my God, I forgot about this B plot. And then it just makes, it gives the episode so much more depth because you're like, oh, exactly. different B plot. Like, yeah, no, because I love Because when it. you remember, when I go into this, I'm thinking, oh yeah, it's that one. It's with Bart and he's doing the love letters to Edna 
this is a fun episode. And then when the doghouse stuff starts happening, I'm like, oh my God, oh yeah, you always get that, oh yeah, it's this one. <laughs> what I love about this is the fact that um, it, it wasn't until I was writing my notes for the, for the pod that I realized that this episode has so many good quotes that oh, I didn't yeah. even remember. Incredible. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this is this episode. Yeah, um, for example, this has, because it has, um, <laughs> it has Homer's like doing the swear jar in this episode as well, yeah. isn't he? So when, <laughs> he's, when he treads on the nail, I, I was crying <laughs> my laughter. I was thinking about that for days after that. Oh, fiddle dee dee. <laughs> oh, fudge. That's broken. Fiddle dee dee. That will require a tetanus shot. I'm not going to swear. But I am going to kick this doghouse down! 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 Oh, I love this. And this is the classic, I don't want any damn vegetables. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so good. And it's got like um, the meme of Todd where he's got like the narrow eyes. I don't want any damn vegetables. Yeah. Love oh, it. I love, love it. it. Todd, would you like some mixed vegetables? Hell no. <gasps> what did you say? I don't want any damn vegetables. All right, that's it, young man. No Bible stories for you tonight. Oh. <laughs> There's so and it many. Also, this has one of my favorite Homer moments as well, when they're trying to write the letter. Yep. And he's like, dear <laughs> baby. <laughs> Welcome to Dumpsville. Population, you. I've literally written so yeah. many quotes from this episode as my notes because there's so yeah. many good quotes. Dear baby, welcome to Dumpville. Population, you. And then um, there's another one that I like is three simple words. I am I gay. I am gay. <laughs> Got that written here as well. All Homer's advice for writing the letters oh, is amazing. I love it. And then... Another one that I love about is another Homer quote from this episode is um, maybe it's the beer talking, but you've got a butt that won't quit. <laughs> I've got that. I've got that here as well. Maybe it's the beer talking, Marge, but you got a butt that won't quit. They got these big chewy pretzels here that are all you guys with beer. Five dollars, get out of here. Wow, side of dad I've never seen. Like this has a ridiculous amount. It's of got great so quotes. many good quotes. Oh, I love it. He also has Ned shaving off his mustache in it as well. <laughs> I'll shave so off the soup weird. strainer if you if you give the old sailor talk a heave ho. <laughs> soup strainer. Yeah, so good. I love that. So uh, when I was making notes, I was just like, oh my god, this episode has like an embarrassment of riches when it comes to like great lines. It reminds me of when I talked about how much I love um from a future season, The Last Temptation of Homer. Yeah. That that initial plot is amazing with him and Mindy, but that has so many great moments like crammed into it as well that you forget. And that's what this episode is for me Definitely. when I rewatched it. I was like, I forgot this has just so much. But then aside from that, we haven't even talked about the plot. The main plot is great as well. I love this plot so much. I mean, I said in the last episode that Edna is one of my favorite characters and Mm. she is. And this is, I feel like it's her first individual uh, episode where she is like the main character. And you learn so much about her that they've just put so much depth into her character that it just, it's one of the reasons why I love her so much because of the gives her a whole new dimension. Yeah, they re- make her really sympathetic. Yeah, 
That's what they do when they give these characters their individual episodes. They're not just like the side characters initially are just there for jokes. But then when they get their own episode, you see, oh, they're not just like one dimensional gag machine. They've got more depth to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and one thing I love about this episode as well is um, a lot of uh, the, the like sort of act one storylines, how they sort of get mm. into the main plot are sometimes can be quite poor but obviously because it's just building the story up it doesn't really matter too much but with this it's it's the the whole yo-yo storyline oh oh my god i forgot that one was even in i forgot it was the yo-yo one as well i love it and it just takes me back to school because there was a year or maybe two years of like primary school where yo-yos were just massive and yeah yeah. i remember loving yo-yos at school and thinking to myself about this episode i was like oh this is like the simpsons this is so cool and all the the trends came back around it's crazy it's absolutely crazy because if you sort of said to someone like if i said to my son in like a few years time oh yeah yo-yos were massive when i was at school he just probably (laughs) wouldn't even believe me he'd think you grew up in the 1930s or something (laughs) yo-yos This is obviously pre like internet era. <laughs> yeah, all the tricks and that uh, cat's cradle, all that stuff. Yeah, I remember <laughs> having um, like a flashy like one with lights. Oh yeah, the and, sparks in it when it spins. Yeah, and like everyone at school <laughs> was just like, "You are the coolest kid for having one that lights up." <laughs> yeah, yeah, they Crazy. were massive at my school too. Showing our age now. <laughs> I know. Uh, I love. The, the letters that Bart writes are amazing as well. Yeah. Because I love uh, sexily yours, Woody. <laughs> <laughs> Hungrily yours, Edna. <laughs> so good. So I actually love the actual... Woody's obviously fake, but I love the interaction between like the fake Woody letters and it has that like voiceover. <laughs> I love the uh, bit as well yeah. when um, Edna sends the photo and like Bart sort of shows like Homer and uh, Homer <laughs> yeah. and he's like, "Wow, I should go to parents' evening more." Yeah. <laughs> That's this your, is your teacher. teacher? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> I love this episode. I, I can't believe I forgot it was the yo-yo one as well. Like this is the know. dawning of the age of Aquarius. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so and it has um it has horny Marge as well, which we always enjoy. Yeah, and horny when they're about the swear jar. <laughs> what about when we snuggle? Mm, that's okay. Um, that's okay. I <laughs> uh, love a horny which Marge. makes me feel like Homer talks dirty in bed, which yeah. I don't know if I like that image or not. <laughs> no, definitely not a good image. Yeah, as long as Marge is enjoying it. It's so weird to me as well because this it's weird because this episode hasn't really aged well with the whole personal ad thing. Like, mm. I feel like I was way too young to ever experience the whole, like, personal ad. And I didn't, I don't know, it just hasn't aged very well. So I don't fully understand it. So, like, going forward, kids definitely wouldn't understand the whole personal ad thing. The relationship between Bart and Edna in this, it kind of reminded me of a relationship I had with one of my teachers no when I was in way. school. Um, Mrs. T- <laughs> might have to bleep that. Um <laughs> She got she got the sack for having an affair with the deputy head anyway. No, she didn't. She did. And I knew all about it because I was like her confidant. No so way. So I gave him like, she was like, I can't tell you who it is. But. <laughs> and I'll be like, let's just call him Bebop. So she would talk to me about Bebop. No way. Oh, Bebop's been messaging me again. Because I did um, teacher, what's it called? Uh, work experience. Yeah. As a teaching assistant. Okay. And I was her TA for two weeks. So I got all the inner life of her. I was like. 
some sort of agony art column for her no like, every way. morning. I love that. Yeah, she. It was a bit. It got a bit weird. Like one morning, she was like morning sexy. She had like a deep Scottish accent, oh and I was just like, God. "Morning." That's so <laughs> inappropriate, but hilarious I at know. the same time. Yeah, it was an odd relationship. Um, I saw some stuff on her phone that I wish I hadn't seen as well. No, she didn't show me. I accidentally Glate. opened the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah glanced was over like, her shoulder. Yeah, something that she sent to Bebop. Awkward. Um, when it came out that. It was him because it did come out. Yeah. They both got the sack. Um, the most tragic thing is, I might cut this because it's so dark. Uh, he was... <gasps> no. Yeah. Wow. So that's that's the sort of school I went to. <laughs> Bloody hell. Yeah, no, I didn't. She always reminds me of Edna. Yeah. No, I like to be fair, going back to the episode, like I like the relationship that they have because mm. um it, it it is sweet and and even though he is in detention for being a little shit, it's like she knows that he's he's an alright kid anyway and she, she sort, sort of, of likes like, him. Yeah, yeah. and it, it is sweet and but the whole sort of like I just don't understand how she's his teacher but yet she doesn't notice his handwriting. Because mm, he's never handed in any homework. No, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, one, final, one final line in this that made me laugh is when they, they say there's a present for him in the doghouse. And he's like, oh, Maggie, cute. And they're like, no, look for He's like, beer, how did you know? <laughs> this is not a commentary on your skills, but we bought you a new doghouse. Where'd you get the money? Oh, there was more than enough in the swear jar. And if you look inside the doghouse, there's a little surprise. Maggie. Oh, cute. No, behind her. <gasps> Beer. How did you know? Homer is just like the standout for this episode, even though yeah. it's got nothing to do with him. He he has all the best lines, all the yeah. brilliant lines. Everyone's got like great bits. Of, like The only person who doesn't really have a role in this at all is Lisa. Lisa, yeah. She's like not in this episode, but like everyone else has like great lines and stuff. It's a really good episode all around. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Yeah, this is definitely so I, up I there. knew it'd be on your list and I almost relegated this down to number five and swapped in just for variety, yeah. but I was like, I can't, I have to be true. Yeah. This is my number four. I love that. So it was your number three. Yep. What is your number four? So my number four is da 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 the flaming Homer. Wow. <laughs> it's flaming mine. <laughs> okay, so this is also on my list. Yeah, I thought it might be. It's a, just a classic. This is my number two. Yeah. So we've we've got pretty similar at the moment. Um, yeah. I love this storyline. It's for me it's just such a brilliant storyline. Mm-hmm. It's just this is another episode in my opinion that has like really good lines as well. Yes. Um that they're, they're really good at the sort of like quick little jokes um that you don't really notice unless you're really paying attention. Um there's just so much about this that I love. It's also again like we said about giving side characters a more spotlight episode. This is yeah. showing us Mo, and he's yeah. a piece of shit, really. <laughs> like, showing you know us what, that he's right? actually a piece of shit. This, this is probably going to be quite a controversial statement to make, but mm-hmm. I'm not a huge Mo fan. Ooh, okay. I, t- I don't know. I think, I think there's some really good Mo episodes, though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, he's he's I intentionally Mo. a piece of shit. Yeah, I appreciate Mo, and I feel like he is a good character. But in my opinion, like, there's not many episodes that 
I don't know. It's it's hard. I don't know, like Uncle Mo's family feedback is, oh my is God. pretty phenomenal. Yeah. Is, yeah. yeah. I have to agree with you. Uncle Mo's family feedback is such a quality B plot to that whole it's but I'm incredible. sure we'll we'll get to yeah, that when, that when we episode get to that is what season. we'll be talking about for sure. Yeah, I love that. Um but yeah, I mean, he is such a a hole in this. Yeah. Um but it, it's also really, really funny. He has so many good lines in this. Like, one of my favourites is, gin and tonic? Oh, they yeah, mix? I got that written down. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy, Homer. I learned how to make other drinks at bartender school. <laughs> gin and tonic? Do they mix? I've, um, I forget. Every time, I've seen this episode so many times. And I always forget that this is the one that starts with Lisa Slumber Party. I know. And I love that first act. I it's love so that fun. too. I've actually written that I love that um, Lisa is like seen to have like a normal slumber party with like yeah. girls and just, she's just being a normal girl and doing what girls do at slumber parties. So I love that bit. They do sort of go back and forth on Lisa a bit like that. Sometimes she's with like yeah. Janie and her weirdo friends and then sometimes she's... A loner. <laughs> shown as an absolute loner with not one yeah, friend in the world. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but this is Lisa with friends, which I actually I like. I like Lisa. With, with yeah, friends, I like yeah. Lisa with friends. Um, one of the lines that I love um, at the beginning, before like it gets into the whole normal plot, is um, "Whoa, TNA," which I didn't know till recently. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Is tits and ass. Yeah. And I didn't even know that. I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> TNA," and I, it just kind of went over my head. But I. I think my husband explained it to me once and I was like, no. And he's like, yeah, that's what that means. I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing when like, this is an episode I've seen since I was a child. Exactly. So when you get those dirty things. I think it reminds me of the mask. I never realised that that was a condom he pulled out of his pocket. I was always like, what's that weird balloon he's holding? And <laughs> when I watch so it when funny. I'm older, I'm like, oh my God. So, yeah. You have these but moments. I love, I love Homer's like sticking up for Bart during the slumber yeah. party, like run for it, boy. <laughs> but then he's also like being a dickhead to Bart as well, with the like, why should I do that, my lad? <laughs> and like purposefully not saying his name when he's under jinx and stuff. He's so funny. What is it, boy? <laughs> is anything a matter, my son? Talk to me, young man. Say your name. Why should I do that, my lad? Because I'm Jinx, damn it! Ow! What was that for? You spoke while you were Jinx, so I get to punch you in the arm. Sorry, it's the law. <laughs> <laughs> there he is! Let's give him a makeover! Ah! Run for it, boy! Yeah, yeah, so even before this episode gets going, like, it's brilliant. Like, from the start, it's absolutely... Yeah. It's really, really good. But I love the whole... um I didn't realise until a few years ago that it was like a total parody to Cheers. And because mm-hmm. everyone knows that I'm a, a massive Frasier fan, but I'm actually not that much of a Cheers fan. Right. So it's just not anything I've ever got into. And it's weird because it's like there's so many parodies to it that I didn't even realise. Like the barmaid, she is like a complete yeah. parody to Diane. And you shan't regret this. You shan't regret Me this. thinks I shan't. <laughs> it's like Morris. I love that she calls, I love him, that she Morris. calls him Morris. I love that so funny. But um, I, until a few years ago, like I didn't even realise that she was parodying Diane from Cheers. Like, yeah. So so many things that until last few years I didn't even realise. Yeah. And I love the, the 
parody cheers song as well oh well, yeah i've written that down apparently it's um it's written and sung by the actual people that do the theme oh, as well that's awesome yes yeah, so that makes it's just like a little extra thing that makes it even cooler but yeah i i love that too and even when barney walks in at the end like, how's it well treated you mr gumble uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and i've written here as well um i love that bart's uh crank call t- um to huge airs and he's like well i'm huge airs. oh yeah and he's like uh <laughs> it's the first time it fails yeah, yeah. <laughs> Flaming Mose. Uh, yes, I'm looking for a friend of mine. Last name Jazz, first name Hugh. Ah, uh, hold on, I'll check. Uh, Hugh Jazz! Oh, somebody check the men's room for a Hugh Jazz! Oh, I'm Hugh Jazz. Telephone. Hello, this is Hugh Jazz. Uh, hi. Who's this? Bart Simpson. What can I do for you, Bart? Uh, look, I'll level with you, mister. This is a crank call that sort of backfired, and I'd like to bail out right now. All right. Better luck next time. I love the scene yeah. as well at the end with the mo. 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 I do that. Me and my dad do that all the time. <laughs> no way. Because he will call my stepmom Mo. Oh. Based off of that, we're like, Mo. Mo. <laughs> he wants like a drink or something when she's up. <laughs> I love that. Is her so name actually why, like a... Mo or anything? No. It's, oh. it's, it's Her name is Zoe, but we all call her Zoe, and then he calls her Mo. Mo. That's so yeah. funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. Mo. Yeah. Mo. <laughs> Mo. <laughs> Um. Yeah, this is another one with just brilliant lines as well. Like when Homer's trying to shout him, like you just lost yourself a customer. He's like, "What? You just lost yourself a customer? Yeah, you can use it." <laughs> Homer, I'm sorry you're mad at me, but this isn't personal. This is business. Business, eh? Well, let me tell you something. You just lost yourself a customer. What? I'm sorry, Homer. I couldn't hear you. I said you just lost yourself a customer. What? You just lost yourself a customer. Homer, you're gonna have to speak up. You just lost yourself a customer, Mo. I forced myself to what? You just lost yourself a customer. Homer, I'll you, talk to you tomorrow. You just lost yourself a customer. Yeah, you can use it. Uh, I forced myself to what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. And this is also another horny Edna moment. <laughs> yeah. Where she sleeps with um, the drummer from Aerosmith. Yeah, I supposedly. get it. Of course, you got Aerosmith in this episode as well. Yeah, I love that. So they're starting to get some like big, big names in there. Yeah, they're starting to get um, more recognizable people. And I mean, I wasn't, I was only little when this episode came out, but I'm assuming they were pretty big at that time. Mm, oh yeah massive yeah because yeah. like with the timeline and that but mm. yeah i love aerosmith oh look at me i'm making people happy <laughs> <laughs> well homer maybe you can take some consolation in the fact that something you created is making so many people happy oh look at me i'm making people happy i'm the magical man from happy land in a gumdrop house at lollipop lane <laughs> Oh, by the way, I was being sarcastic. Well, duh. Oh, I love it. Excellent. Um, oh, and the, the other line that always... It's not even a line. You know, we talk about how just like certain things, like noises that people say get stuck in your head. The pardon my galoshes thing or whatever. Mm. You get just like... It'd be like a word, but the way it's said gets in your head. One of mine is um, during the slumber party, Lisa's like, come here, Maggie. <laughs> come here, Maggie. I love when um, they've done the makeover on Maggie. 
Yeah. And she's standing there with the makeup and the heels and the pearls. <laughs> That's such a brilliant shot of her. Like, I feel like I need to screenshot that or something. It's amazing. Put it That's on Twitter. it. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I love this. Flaming, Flaming Mose is uh, my number four. Yeah. I even love Homer trying to find somewhere to drink that isn't Moe's. And he goes to that absolute dive, like, can I get a clean glass? Well, here you go, your majesty. Yeah, what do you want? A beer. Okay, then. Can I have a clean glass? Go! Here you go, your majesty. Oh, my God. I feel like this is just an episode of us saying lines, but, like, <laughs> the episodes are getting so snappily written now. They're yeah. so gag-heavy that it's just, it's 100% just, like, line after line after line is just gold. It's quality. And the thing is, as well, that even, this is, like, part of the magic of The Simpsons, that even though me and you have seen it probably a million times, we still laugh our head off at certain yeah. lines or certain moments. I mean, that's how you know that something is so well written when even if you've seen it a million times, you're still laughing just as hard. Well, it's like I said, there's so many good episodes. Like, there's just a huge wealth of them that by the time you've watched through them again, you go back to the beginning, you're like, oh, yeah, that one again. You're, like, constantly remembering because it's there's so much. There's so many good episodes, yeah. Yeah. So Flaming Moe's. Absolute classic. This was one that I thought when I rewatched it, maybe it wouldn't be as good as I remembered because it's such a classic. Yeah. And when I rewatched it, I was like, God, there's a reason this is so fondly remembered. This is a brilliant episode. Yeah. Okay, wow. So are we going to have the exact same top four? If any season's going to do it, it'll be this one. Yeah, I agree. So my number three, I'll be interested to know if this one's on your list. I don't think it will be. I think this might be the outlier because I'm looking at another one on here and I'm like, that has to be on your list. Yeah. So my number three is Homer Alone. No, this isn't. But I, this I is the one. I absolutely love this episode. It's really, it's really, brilliant. it's really, really high on my list. Um, yeah. But it's not on here, no. I always forget how good this one is. And then when I start watching it again, I'm like, oh, welly boss. <laughs> like... <laughs> oh man like oh. the thing is as well like for me um i have a two-year-old son mm. and in the last two years i relate to this episode so much like the stuff at the beginning with marge being tired mm. and not doing everything and don't get me wrong like i've got a really good life and you know but sometimes life just does get on top of you yeah and especially when you've when you've got so many responsibilities it's like just one thing will set you off and then all of a sudden like you just turn into this crazy woman so i the last two years i definitely relate to this episode a lot more than i did before but i've always 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 loved this episode it's just got so many good moments well it's got it's such a good it is like a 50 50 split of like it's a marge episode mainly but then as soon as she goes to rancho relaxo you've got all the family hijinks of what they're getting up to when she's gone. So you've got like <laughs> sort of a 50-50, it's like Marge stuff and then like what everyone else is doing. Yeah. And um, yeah, and I, uh, this is also has the great like Roadrunner opening with um, Homer chasing Bart. I always forget <laughs> that's this one. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, like again, Rancho Relaxo is amazing. It has, I talked about how much I love Chief Wiggum on the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this has that great, sort of dynamic between him and Quimby, like where they hate each other. That, that's, yeah. This is the first taste of that in this episode as well. This has like the, you know, you walk the walk, again, you talk the talk stuff. <laughs> and like the bit that I love as well is when um, Marge is like, oh, I've done everything. And she's like, oh, what can I do now? And she's like, 
I have a bottle of tequila. <laughs> and then she sits in the bath eating her cheesecake, drinking tequila. I'm like, I can relate to that Watching so Watching Thelma so and Louise. Well. Yeah, literally. And we had a conversation about yeah, Thelma and Louise, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hello, room service? This is Marge Simpson. I'd like a hot fudge sundae with whipped cream and some chocolate chip cheesecake and a bottle of tequila. Let's get out of here, Thelma. Okay, Louise. So yeah, I love this episode. Um it's not it didn't make my list, but it's definitely up there as one of my highlights of of the season. So I'm really glad that it was on your list cuz cuz I do love it. I always like when you see um Homer and Barney as friends, not just like they drink together in the bar. When like you, you see them, they're actually friends outside of the bar. Yeah. Like when you see them in flashback episodes being friends. And then with this, he likes, he's like getting Barney to help him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they lose and Maggie and he pulls out the water pipe, he's like, I think I got her. <laughs> and it's like the conch shell with like yeah. the spiky bits. <laughs> you want a bad night? Try sleeping on one of these. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Barney is amazing in this one. This might be my yeah. favorite episode for Barney. Yeah. Because it has the water pipe, the, the conch shell. It has the, um, I'm going to make you an omelette. <laughs> <laughs> I use three kinds of cheese. Yeah. Oh, man. You want a bad night? Try sleeping on one of these. Barney, I've lost a baby. It's the worst thing I've ever done. Don't worry. Don't worry. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make you an omelette. Just help me look. Are you sure? I make them with two kinds of cheese. Come on. Wow. Hi, Homer! I think I've got her! Ah, come on! Marty! You're gonna pull her arm off! The sooner I get her out, the sooner we can have omelets! Yeah, and this also has like the great running gag. Uh, it kind of starts in this one, but it happens loads where someone gets put on hold and the whole music starts making them cry. <laughs> so when he rings up looking for Maggie and it's like, baby, come back. <laughs> yeah, my baby. That one, that um, that always makes me laugh. Yeah, and he's like, oh. And it makes me laugh as well with Chief Wiggum when he brings her back. And it's like, did you report a missing baby? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, what do they look like? And then he's like, uh, she's a girl. Bingo! <laughs> oh, I love Maggie. Maggie, I forget Maggie even exists. Yeah, I know, but then when certain things like this happen, you're just like, oh, she's such a brilliant character w- without even saying or doing much. It's whenever Homer and Maggie get paired up, yeah, which rarely happens, and it's almost like the um, you got the Homer Lisa dynamic, and he forgets he's even got a baby <laughs> half the time. He's like, who's Margaret? <laughs> <laughs> um, but then when he remembers he has Maggie, they're always like really sweet moments. Yeah. And it's just fun watching him be incompetent trying to run the house without Marge. Um, and it also has my favourite Troy McClure-like mention of one of his films he's worked on with uh, Gladys, the groovy mule. <laughs> I'm Troy McClure. You might remember me from such films as Today We Kill, Tomorrow We Die, and Gladys, the groovy mule. Gladys, the groovy <laughs> mule, like that sticks in my head so much. That sounds like such a good little movie to watch, definitely. <laughs> So, yeah, Homer Alone, really high up. I Like you said, this is about a mother being stressed out. Yeah. And it's all getting too much for her. But even as, like, a kid, you enjoyed this episode. And that was the same for me. Like, as a kid, this was one of my favourites. I don't know why. 
It's, it's one I can't of those, really relate to Marge in it when I was that age. It's so weird because it's one of those episodes that almost gets forgotten about. Like, I feel like I'd never see this on TV, mm. but I love it. It's definitely an episode that I really, really like. And I feel like the listeners will be quite surprised by this. But because you and I have both been watching them regularly, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I forgot how much I love this episode. But I agree with you. It's, it's definitely up there, but it's definitely one that people don't automatically remember or pick on their lists because it's yeah. it is forgotten about i feel like but it's brilliant yeah, it. it's such a good episode go to sleep <laughs> na, 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 <laughs> may your christmas days be nice <laughs> <laughs> go to sleep and good night da, 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 da. De, de, de. May your Christmas days be nice. Good night, my little pork chop. Ah. Right. Oh, wow. So your number three was Bart the Lover. Yep. So number four, Flaming Moe's. Number three, Bart the Lover. Um, So we're back on to two. Yeah. My number two was Flaming Moe's. Okay. So what's your number two? So my number two. So I'm going to be honest. I really really struggled to decide between this being my number one or this being my number two and when i get to I, I know what your number one and two are going to be yeah, i'm looking at the list I, of episodes i don't know which one they are but i'm wondering what order they're going to yeah, be yeah so when i watched this so before sorry beforehand i kind of listed everything so this is how i do it i like list what i think the season is going to be and what my favorite episodes are and then right, i okay. switch it around when i watch an episode like if i think oh actually mm-hmm. i I enjoyed that more than I thought I would. And then I switch it up and switch it down. Um, Mm. So these two episodes. So I feel like you've got like post-its and bits of string all over your lounge. Literally. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, no. um, My lists are becoming lists like yours. Um, (laughs) It's rubbing off. Um, But no, with this, um, I've gone with my initial thought process because I feel like it's, definitely something that it's it's like i'm going with my heart here and not my head um okay. anyway i'll keep you um I'll keep you uh in the loop but this is definitely my number two and i'm going with it but my number two is colonel homer okay is this what you predicted i knew this would be in there i thought this would be your number one this is my number one okay this is my number one this is this was very 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 close to being my number one as well, yeah. um, but my actual number one is probably a bit self-explanatory. But well, obviously we'll, we'll, we'll get to I there. I guess we'll find out yeah, when we'll we get, get there. We'll get to there. Yeah, exactly. But um, so yeah, this is such a brilliant episode. Mm. I absolutely adore the storyline to this. Yeah, and for me, it's equal gags and jokes and one-liners as yeah. it is the storyline is just as good if that makes sense yeah 100% it's like the perfect balance on this one and i feel like it's such a roller coaster of emotions as well it's, it's quite an emotional episode and mm. i start the episode off by absolutely loving lurleen and then end the episode with absolutely hating her <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> And I, I don't know if it's like my position as a woman slash a wife that that's how I feel. But yeah, it's so weird how you, I think they've probably written it that way that mm. you have to like the character. She has to be likable for you to enjoy the episode. But at the same time, 
it always has to be Marge and Homer, so you kind of end up having to hate her anyway. Well, they, this one's the the one. It's the one that's 100% written by Matt Groening himself. Yeah. This is his one, his baby. Yeah. And it's brilliant. And it, it almost seems like a bit of a shame that he didn't write more on his own. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he had a lot of input. I think, I think he wrote this as a response to his name being on everything and everyone being like, he doesn't even write the show. Yeah. Back when we didn't really know how shows were made. And actually every TV show has, has a big writer's room. Yeah. Um, and he sort of said, okay, well, I'll just write an episode of my own then. I'll show you, like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And then he wrote this one and it's like gold. Yeah. And the thing that I love about this episode as well is it's got such good lines as well. And mm. there's so many lines that I quote all the time. But... um. I just, I've got so much love for this episode. I love Lurleen's songs. Like the songs are all I so good. I literally have that written down. Like yeah. they're so good. And the funny thing was when I actually watched this episode, I was like doing stuff around the house after I finished watching it. And I was singing it while I was like washing yeah. up and stuff. Cause I've it had just this got stuck in my in head. My head since, since rewatching it. And that was ages ago I rewatched this. But yeah. Uh, I've been like literally yesterday I'm washing up the diamonds are empty on the days of my heart. I was like singing all the lines as I'm yeah. like, washing up without realizing what I'm doing. That's I'm, exactly like, oh, yeah. what I was doing. And what I love about it as well is like when obviously he first hears the first original song in the bar yeah. and then he goes to work and he's like on the like levers <laughs> yeah. and he's going, I work all you day <laughs> for some old man. man. <laughs> you I don't understand you. But I but do. I when do. he's doing the bowling, <laughs> Homer's singing to his ball again. <laughs> There's a kind of ball. <laughs> I love it. Do I don't understand you, but I do. <laughs> Homer's singing to his ball again. Yeah, and he's bowling at 280. Oh, yeah? There's a kind of hush. All over the world tonight. That that Lenny singing, I yeah, that is always in my head. All over the world tonight. <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious. Do you know that there's another line that I absolutely love? Is um, I say this sometimes actually, like joking around. It takes two to lie, one to lie and one to listen. <laughs> I was looking at that written down as you said it. Hmm. You said she was overweight. Marge, it takes two to lie, one to lie and one to listen. What does that mean? I don't have time to answer all these questions. Yeah. That's so funny. And this also has a continuation of like um, Homer's boyhood dream. Everything is Homer's boyhood dream <laughs> from this point onwards. Um, but he already fulfilled his boyhood dream of uh, eating the world's biggest hoagie. <laughs> And another line that I love as well is, um, as much as I hate that man right now, you gotta love that suit. <laughs> You've got a wonderful family, Homer. Please don't forget it when you walk out that door tonight. Uh, I gotta go. As much as I hate that man right now, you gotta love that suit. <laughs> I, I text that to you. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I, I texted that to you a few weeks ago. <laughs> you said something about Colonel Homer and I just messaged that. Back. I, I think you just sent me a picture of Homer in the hat. Yeah, I think because yeah. even before, obviously, we started doing the pod and stuff, I think a good probably two years ago, I put on my Instagram that whole picture, the one that I sent you of just Homer when he's like he's in the suit and he's just getting undressed to get into bed oh, with yeah. Marge. And he like pulls the shirt down and he's got like his big old belly and he just like, has that really cute smile. Like, I absolutely yeah. love that. And yeah. I love that Marge is attracted to Homer. 
Like yeah, she, she, she so finds sweet. him sexy and he's just like, you know, confident in himself. <laughs> he's just I like, really love it. They got a great relationship. Yeah, I love that. And that whole like thing where he takes his shirt off and like just looks down at his big old belly, that that's mm. how I feel right now being six months pregnant. <laughs> Take my top off and look at my husband, I'm like <laughs> wearing a cowboy hat, right? Yeah, wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> but yeah, I love it. Oh actually this one, so I used to watch The Simpsons a lot um, when it was on telly when I was at my grandparents' house. Yeah. And I'd watch it with like, my granddad and my dad. So three generations sitting there chuckling at The Simpsons. That's so cute. And I remember, I knew this episode really well because it was on one of my VHSs. And I remember one time getting really embarrassed when this episode was on, being young. When, <laughs> when she's, she's trying like, to like sleep with him. Yeah, when she's singing to him in the yeah. caravan. I remember thinking, oh God, that scene's coming up. I'm going to be too embarrassed Bunk in front of my granddad. with me tonight, oh... Bunk with me tonight. I have been working on something that could really heat things up. Let's hear it. In this trailer, I get so cold and lonely. Lying there awake at night, muttering if only you weren't married. So I might ask you to bunk with me tonight. Bunk with me tonight, oh, bunk with me tonight. I'm asking, will you bunk with me tonight? Oh, that's hot. There isn't a man alive who wouldn't get turned on by that. Well, goodbye. Uh, Homer, there's a hidden message to this song that you may have missed. Really listen. Bunk with me tonight. Uh-huh. Bunk with me tonight. Right. I'm asking, will you bunk with me tonight? <gasps> Laureline! That's right, Homer J. Uh, I gotta think about this. And I, like, snuck off to like get a drink and was like waiting around the corner for it to be over before I came back in again. Yeah. Do you know, it was it was really frustrating me when I was watching this because I was thinking to myself like, you can't be that much of an idiot. But then as the sort of episode comes like more and more like to it and it, she, she's being more and more blatantly mm. desperate, it actually does become apparent that actually he doesn't realise that she genuinely wants to sleep no. with him until she kisses him and then he's like oh like i get it now yeah and you're just when like, she's you- singing that song in the caravan he's just clear he thinks he's just saying a new song well yeah there is oh wow there isn't a man alive who wouldn't be turned on by that well goodbye <laughs> <laughs> it just it's just so cringe for how desperate she is and it's like i can't understand like how she why she wants to be with him yeah. at all <laughs> Yeah, and Marge is really under crisis because yeah. I think she thinks that maybe Homer's going along with it. Yeah, Part and of I her think she. That. Yeah, I think she genuinely thinks that he is cheating on her because, especially like mm. the bit where or about to at least. Yeah, the bit where he he says, "Oh, we just spent the afternoon in her trailer trying on outfits," <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, it's absolutely crazy." Yeah, and she's like, "I don't know, I don't know what to root for." The fact is, I'm like, "You don't." <laughs> <laughs> And the bit where, like, they're in the recording studio and her teeth are grinding. Mm. Oh, that noise just goes right through me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is this is my favourite episode of the series. And this would probably be 
high up there for like favorite all time episodes. Yeah, this is definitely, um, definitely very high up for me. Definitely. And if I had to make like a, a series, say one a standard series of The Simpsons length, so like twenty two episodes of just like these are my favorites, this would be in my golden series. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I mm. I I, th- I feel like I would be exactly the same. This is very high up. And do you know what I like about this? Obviously, um, later on with what's the one with Mindy. Uh, Last Temptation of Homer. Last Temptation of Homer. So the episodes are quite um, similar, but really very similar. different. Hmm. It's really good how they've handled it because, like, with Mindy, she's not overly trying to sleep with him. She's like, oh, well, you can if you want yeah. to. Whereas Lurleen is definitely like being desperate and like throwing herself at home and also with Mindy as well as soon as Homer sees her he feels guilty because he's infatuated with her yeah. Whereas with Lurleen, he just thinks she's a talented, talented singer and yeah, wants and to get he her wants music to... out there. So he's yeah. completely innocent and has no reason to feel guilty in this one. But yeah. in that, it's playing the like, oh, what if he did want to take it further and the guilt he feels from it? Yeah. So it's two different ways of doing like a similar story. I, I really, I love both of those episodes and they'd both mm. be quite high up on my list as well. Yeah. Um, and I love the way it ends when um, Lurleen's like singing on TV and she says um, about... Sh- the lyric something to do with like um marge i hope marge knows how lucky she is and she yeah. goes i do and i'm just like oh yeah i hope that marge knows just how lucky she is <laughs> oh i love it now i'd like to play a song i i wrote just this minute it's called stand by your manager his name is homer he's quite a man I tried to kiss him, but Homer ran. Sure wish I could say that I was his. I hope that Marge knows just how lucky she is. I do. All the music in this episode is amazing. Like I love it's every really single good. every single song Lurleen like sings and writes is brilliant. I forget that she has so many. It's like there's four full songs in this of hers. Yeah. Nearly, it's like you got uh, your wife don't understand you, but I do. Uh, finally, bag me a Homer. <laughs> uh, bunk with me tonight and stand by your manager. Yeah. And they're all great. They're all brilliant. Do you have a favorite favorite Lurleen? Yeah, my favorite Lurleen song is. The first one. Um, right. Your wife don't understand you. Yeah. But I do. But I do. But um, yeah. I love all of them, to be honest. Like any They're of them. They're all really good. Yeah. What about you? What's your fave? Uh, the one that gets in my head the most is Finally Bagged Me a Homer. <laughs> the pace of that, like, it gets <laughs> in my head. It's like very, like, chugga chugga rhythm. Yeah. Do you actually like country and western music? No. No, not at all. I didn't think you would. Not, not at all. No. <laughs> I just wondered, because, like, I grew up, my granddad is really into country and Western music, so as much as I'm, I wouldn't say I am into country, because I'm not, but it brings back a lot of memories for me, um, just being with him and him listening to a lot of country music, so it's quite uh, sentimental. I just had no exposure to it. Yeah, I think that's the thing, and it's really funny, because I'm a massive Johnny Cash fan now, and... Mm. Like I, like, mass- I do like Johnny Cash. Massive Johnny Cash fan. And um, I think I wasn't really introduced to Johnny Cash until I met Ben. And mm-hmm. it it was very much, I loved him when I first sort of got into him. 
And I think it was because my granddad was so into country and Western music when I was right. younger. So it was kind of like, ah, oh, like it, it just brought back a lot of memories, even though he never listened to Johnny Cash. It was really strange. Mm. But um, but yeah, so the whole country and Western vibe with this episode is um, as much as I said, like I'm not into country and Western music, but it does bring back a lot of like fond childhood memories of my granddad being into it. And in a way, this... I, I really like that country and western vibe of this episode and it almost yeah. makes me appreciate like oh I get why people like this yeah yeah definitely yeah. I, I'm and not one of them people who if people like things I don't like I'm like oh how could they like that I'm just yeah. like oh, I can see how people like anything because yeah, everyone no, likes weird I agree. shit yeah. and it's really funny because um, I was driving around um, our hospital because I had an appointment the other day and they was they had a, a compact space and mm. it, it literally oh, yeah. brought me back to this episode where he tries yeah. to squeeze in that compact space and I was like I thought I saw the space and I was like oh my god that just just takes me straight back to the episode. My dad does that. When he's reversing into a really tight space, he goes, easy. 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 Yeah. We're getting a lot of sparks back here, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> that spot says compact only. Marge, that's just a suggested car size. Easy. Easy. How am I doing on the right? Uh, we're getting a lot of sparks over here, Dad. Uh-huh. Easy. Perfect. All right, everybody out the window. Brilliant. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So that was my number one, your number two. Go on, really surprise us. What's your number one, Emma? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so predictable, but um, my number one is Black Widower. No. Yes. <laughs> because da, 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 my number one favourite character and my number two favourite character get married. Can you yeah. believe it? It's, it's like it was almost written for me. 
then you've got your own personalized episode <laughs> exactly yeah and i can't remember because it was so long ago that we recorded but i'm pretty sure this was in my like top five episodes of all time isn't it i can't um you said you chose cape fear oh yeah but you I remember said now. like yeah. it was tough to choose between them but you didn't want both of them in there so yeah. you went with cape fear yeah 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 i remember now yeah so um because obviously such a bob episodes as i said back in that episode are quite similar toned um i had to pick between the two and mm. i still stick with cape fear like cape fear is definitely the better episode in my opinion but this episode obviously is a special place in my heart because it's both equal parts Sideshow Bob and equal parts Selma. So, yeah, yeah, I, th- I feel or like everyone... she should be called from now on Mrs. Scum. <laughs> 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 well, call me Mrs. Scum. <laughs> <laughs> I love this episode though. Like, yeah, it's a really good one. I'm just seeing where it is. I think it's 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 in the top half of mine. It's, yeah, it's fairly near the top for me as well. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think that Colonel Homer, and this is obviously why it was flip-flopping between one and two for me, Colonel Homer is, in my opinion, the better episode in terms of the gags and the storyline mm. and things like that. Like, I, I'm not blind. Like, I do know that that episode is better. But I think this has got such a special place in my heart because it's Selma and Bob. Mm-hmm. Um so I feel like that's why it was my top because because this episode, as as you say, is basically written for me. <laughs> yeah, and it's this is the first sideshow Bob since series one, right? There wasn't one in series two, so yeah. this is the first proper he's scheming, he's out of prison. Yeah, see, this is what I actually didn't think about until I was writing my notes for this episode. But yeah, this is basically the very first Bob episode that's not. Krusty gets busted which is crazy because the character is so fleshed out and like yeah. it is the Sideshow Bob that we all know so he's gone a long way even though he actually wasn't in the series which is so crazy and because he hasn't tried to kill any member of the family yet they sort of he goes around for dinner and then are like ah oh, no only Bart is yeah they're all just I love like Homer and Bob like interacting with each other is just really funny yeah. it's the only time you get it you know and um, it, it's just crazy because like everyone's starting to forgive Bob. Obviously, like Krusty mm. has that episode where he's like, "Come here, you!" Like, yeah, yeah. Like he can't hold your slide whistle and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's you kind of think, oh, okay, Sideshow Bob probably will now be in the series quite regularly, and he won't go back to prison, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Could have gone to one of two ways, yeah. but then he then starts sort of showing his true colors, and you're just like, oh you know what way this is going to go. One of the lines that I absolutely love in this, which I end up saying quite a lot, is, hey, wiener boy, where do you think you're going? (laughs) If it looks like ketchup, it tastes like ketchup. But brother, it It ain't ain't ketchup. ketchup. (laughs) (laughs) And what would you like for appetizers? Ooh, appetizers. Well, Homer, you seem to be a trencherman. What should we serve? Well, you can't go wrong with cocktail weenies. They taste as good as they look, and they come in this delicious red sauce. It looks like ketchup. It tastes like ketchup. But, brother, it ain't ketchup. Well, Selma, he makes a good case. Yeah. Uh, Talking about things that we never got when we were younger, that you you said about TNA and being shocked by it, I never got the, um, when he's in prison, all the caravans are rocking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the conjugal I, I, visits. As a kid, I thought I thought the caravans were like dancing to the violin. <laughs> I never got what was actually going on. And when I watched it when I was old, I was like, oh. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, I mean, to be honest, I feel like this episode, um, obviously if you've listened to previous episodes, my reasoning why this is my number one is pretty self-explanatory and obviously you guessed it correctly. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't really think that there's much for me more to say really. Is this the start of their obsession like uh, with MacGyver? Um, or is it, I don't know if it's mentioned before this. I love that that's something that sort of went away. In the early series, they're obsessed with MacGyver. Yeah. Do you know what, though? Um, I did watch an episode that was on Sky One um, a couple of weeks ago. It was a right. newer one that was just on. And they end up kidnapping MacGyver. So it kind, really? of, it kind of comes back. Yeah. Sorry, I meant MacGyver. 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 <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I know what you mean, though. Like, at the beginning, obviously, it, it was quite a big deal to their character, but then it kind of mm. dies off a little bit. But honestly... I mean, I, how far can you really go with it? Yeah, yeah <laughs> but, exactly. But but they got to get home from MacGyver. Don't spare the whip. Whatever you say, <laughs> Mum. <laughs> Holy free holies! We've got ten minutes to MacGyver. Driver, here's a fin. Get me home and don't spare the whip. Whatever you say, Mum. <sighs> the one critique that I do have about this episode is it's not... clear in my opinion why he wants to kill her and then there's that one-off comment about oh like I I got stocks for mace or something she says and it's like oh Mm. he's he wants a killer for the money but it's not Mm. the storyline it does feel a bit random yeah it's a bit like I guess it's just she's it's not like because I always think oh yeah of course he wants to kill her she's it's like he wants to kill anyone related to the Simpsons but it's not that no it just so happens she's the woman who does the pen pal with him in prison yeah it's just a coincidence that she's related to and they could have taken it so far because they could have sort of made it that she's a way for him to get closer to Bart to kill but then they don't so Mm. it's a bit but regardless this is my number one. <laughs> has a great Wigan moment as well. You know, I'd hate to tell the number one cop in town how to do his job. No, no, please. It's the only way I'll learn. <laughs> Bart, I must know. How did you untangle my web? Yeah, Bart, pull us in. Well, I'd hate to tell the number one cop in town how to do his job. No, no, please. It's the only way I'll learn. I love Wigan. And like all, all these little examples that we keep coming up with is yeah. like affirming that I actually like him more than I thought I did. Oh, right, the gas. (laughs) (laughs) But wait, if you saved Selma, why did the room explode? I'll feel that one. Uh, Me and the boys were all celebrating a job well done when I threw my match in the vicinity of the crime scene. Oh, right, the gas. Yeah. Uh, So we haven't um, touched upon your number one, have we? Yeah, my number one was was Colonel Homer. Oh, okay. So yeah. have we done all of your lists Yeah, now? My, my four were um, Bart the Lover, Homer Alone, Flaming Moe's and Colonel Homer. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we had one different. Yeah, where we've um, obviously um, both sort of got really similar lists this mm. time around, which we said we probably would have. I just kind of lost track a little bit as if to... I'm, um, I f- obviously, I forgot Black Widow was in this series. Um, yeah, I know. Because I was like, oh, we're going to have the same top four. And then... As I look and I'm like, oh yeah, Black Widower. So that's going to be on yours. So we had one different. She's, yeah. I think from this point, there's going to be more, our lists are going to be much more different. Because I look at series four and five, I'm like, whoa, there's, these series are all over the place now. There's just great stuff all over. Yeah. Um, but um, oh, one more, one more thing that sticks in my head from Black Widower with the uh, chapstick. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> in our overcrowded cell, we became little more than beasts. Who used my chapstick? 
Oh, I did. Here you go. I don't want it. I think about that every time because Becky uses my chapsticks. I get dried out. I work on construction yeah. sites, so my lips get really dry. If Becky uses my chapstick or whatever, my lip balm. I don't want it. <laughs> um, uh, it's yeah. just it's just Kelsey Grammer for me. You know, he's got a special place in my heart, and he just delivers Bob so well. Yeah, and brilliant. He's just I can't imagine loving Bob if it wasn't. Kelsey Grammer, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know if anyone else could put the depth to the character like he does it. It's just the delivery of lines like that. I don't want it. <laughs> but just just give him, like, a whole different dimension. So I guess we'll do our one mores. Yeah. So this is tough. There is an episode on here that I feel like potentially would be your one more. Or if not, I'm really shocked because you haven't mentioned it yet. But we'll get there in a sec. Oh, Okay. So my one more is actually between a few different ones. I put little, okay. I always put stars next to ones where I'm like, it might be this one, it might be this one, it might be this one. And I've always got reasons for which one I go for. Okay. And I just sort of decide on the night. Yeah, I'll do it on the night. Um, and I'm still finding it difficult with this one. I think, yeah, I think I'm going to go, my one more is The Otto Show. No. Yeah. This is, this is like... This has completely shocked me and blown me out of the water. And do you know why? Why? Because this is really, really, really low down on my list. I thought it might be. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I I know a lot of people don't like this episode and it is like, they're just, uh, just rubbish. I really love this episode. And when I was a kid, this was one of my absolute favourites. Um, I loved I loved the Spinal Tap stuff in it. Yeah, I love the Spinal Tap. Not the bleeding splish splash show. <laughs> I just looked out there and there's puddles of water all over the freaking stage. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I don't, I don't want to lie to you, boys. Uh, six days a week, the place is a hockey rink. Yeah, well, this is a rock concert, not the bleeding splish splash show. The funny thing was, um, as a kid, I just I thought Spinal Tap were just a real a band. band. I oh yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah, and then um, when I met Ben, he made me watch the Spinal Tap film, mm-hmm. and then it this whole episode just had a whole different depth to it after watching the actual. Is it is it called This Is Spinal Tap or something? Yeah, yeah. So I've seen the film, and then I was like, oh, I get yeah, that now. So it's like, kind of fun that they're a real oh, band in The Simpsons. Yeah. yeah. So the reason this is my number, my one more, is because. Um, I know a lot of people don't like it, but I yeah. really do. And we talked about we talked about giving side characters their own spotlight episode. Yeah. And Otto is a character that is such a side character. Like he's not really in the show that much, especially after the early years. He feels like a really yeah. early season character. So for him to have his own episode, it makes me feel like they intended for him to be a way bigger part of the show. Yeah, and I feel like... Yeah. Because because this episode is your one more, I always feel like one mores are very wild card choices. Mm. Mm. And this is definitely a wild card because obviously yeah. as as you said, like you love it for XYZ and I really don't like this episode. So it's really good to get the like controversial like debate going. It also has one of my favourite running gags, which is uh Bart thinking of a terrible future for himself and, oh, yeah. and then going, slag cool. off. Sla- I said slag off. That is, <laughs> I think of that all the time. Slag off. And then when I it comes back, it's like, cool. <laughs> cool. I like to play my latest chart topper. It's called 
Me fans are stupid pigs. But you've got to go on. Slag off. You've changed, man. It used to be about the music. I said slag off. Cool. I, every time there's a flash forward and he says cool, like bang, bang, Bart. <laughs> All that, well, that's a march. <laughs> Imagining that one, but I love future Bart's. The thing is, like, even though I said that I don't really like this episode and it is really low down on my list, as we said at the beginning, season three is such a good season that it's still a good episode. Even the weaker episodes have amazing moments. Yeah, I would still happily sit there, like, if it was on, you know, or if I was watching the season or, you know, chronologically, I would still happily sit there and watch it and enjoy it. It's just, in terms of the other episodes of the series, it just goes lower for me because it's not one that i particularly have any connections to this has great skinner in it as well because he takes over the bus driving job yeah um yeah i do like the depth that um this episode gives otto's character though definitely like i do i do like otto as a character i mean i don't think he's given as much um airtime as he probably should and it has some good lines like um i always think of your, your dad's right i am a bum he didn't call you a bum, he called you a sponge. A sponge! A sponge! <laughs> this looks like yeah. that, but a sponge would do! <laughs> Your dad is right, I am a bum. He didn't call you a bum, he called you a sponge. Sponge! Does this look like something a sponge would do? I'll show him who's a sponge. And then it makes me laugh when he's taking his driving test and um, <laughs> and he's like, ha ha, wing, when someone's <laughs> like... <laughs> I've had that in my head since I watched it. <laughs> wing. <laughs> that, is, that is really funny. Homer had a piece of food in his face for three days. <laughs> it wasn't little either, it was a chicken wing. <laughs> wing. <laughs> it's just like, it's not even funny, but it is, if that makes sense. Yeah, that, that ha-ha wing is like the, come here, Maggie, or the, like, part of my galoshes. It's just like that yeah. short little <laughs> sound bite that gets in your head. It's not yeah. even, like, a joke. Like, it is just funny. <laughs> <laughs> wing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that. Yeah. So yeah, no, like I. Uh, so this is a I real understand. surprise to you. Yeah, I'm. I am really surprised because the episode that I thought would be on your list slash uh, your one more would be. I'm not even going to say the name of the title, but the German episode. Oh yeah, uh, Burns for Kaufman and Kraftwerk, which is grammatically incorrect. Actually. Oh really? It should be Burns for Kauft to Kraftwerk. Uh, what does it even Kaufman, mean? I don't even know what it means. Uh, Burn sells the company or Burn sells the factory. Oh, okay. Yeah. That that yeah, that's that's really interesting because I'd never known what the title meant. <laughs> yeah, Verkaufen is like the pluralized verb for selling something, but because oh, okay. he's not a plural, it's Burns. It would be Verkauft. Burns Verkauft yeah. the Kraftwerk. That's why Germans are pain in the ass because you have to think about who's talking to way the way you use the verb. Yeah. But so. you're you're a German student, so I am. Yeah, you know, it's like insider information. I do. Here. I do really love that that company. That that company. That that, that company. Kraftwerk. Um, I really do love that episode because it has yeah. the land of chocolate. Scene yeah, in exactly. It. So um, this is definitely one that I thought would be on your list because I know obviously you're no, studying it's really German high up, and though. stuff. It's yeah. really high up. This, I think. Let me just 
quickly double checked my list, but that episode is number seven on my list. Uh, it's number seven on my list. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, that's it's gone. The um, I'm just seeing if I've got any more notes on Otto Show before we uh, move on to yours. Um, oh, also, like you said, the haha wing. Like, it's got great Patty and Selma in this as well because it's got the DMV <laughs> stuff. Like, uh, I was thinking of the time Homer got his nose caught in the toaster. We'll watch the tape tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you do such a good impression of Patty and Selma. <laughs> um, yeah, and it also has the Marvel line I like is Homer. Uh, but doesn't the Bible also say that thou shalt not take moochers into thy hut? Because <laughs> this starts, again, this is another reason this is um, my plus one, is it starts the sort of type, when we talk about Homer's job episodes and yeah. love episodes and flashback episodes, this starts the someone moves in with the Simpsons yeah. style episodes there's, and you yeah, always you get like at least of one those. of these. Yeah. Yeah. You get like at least one of these per series and this is the first one of them. Do you know what? And it's Otto of all people. Yeah, it's so random. Um, what other part of this episode that I love um, is... There was a little Spanish flea. Spanish flea, flea yes. <laughs> yeah, some of the best times of his life are in the backseat of a car. <laughs> uh, well, and it has him eating the sandwich. Oh, yeah. baby. <laughs> oh, baby. I'll tell you when you're older. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, so that's my plus one. I'm, I'm glad that surprised you. Yeah, definitely. What, what is yours? Okay, so my... So, right. I said to you before we started recording that there is... Um, my one more mm-hmm. i was really debating between this and another episode right. um i want a little bit of a discussion after i've explained my one more to you about the other episode that I was going to pick so okay. i'll just go straight into my um one more but it's home- oh, i think i know which one that's going to be by the way <laughs> it's homer at the bat oh this is great the funny thing about this episode is right I have absolutely no clue about anything to do with baseball. I don't know who any of these celebrities are. Like, there's no only one I know is Daryl Strawberry. (laughs) But I don't. I only know of him because of this episode. Like, because we live in England. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, obviously, if we've got some American listeners, they'll feel totally different about this episode than what we do because we've got Mm. no connections to baseball i mean i don't even know the rules or how it works or anything like that but we have rounders yeah i mean (laughs) i know people sort of compare uh baseball to rounders bits is it even similar no it's it's similar but it's oh well yeah it's a bat and and fielders and and batters and pitchers like it's, it's similar but different yeah. It's like basketball and netball. They're similar but different. Yeah. But regardless of that, I still absolutely love this episode. It's um brilliant. it's it's a definite it's definite standout episode for the whole series, I think. It's always someone it's always one that people mention a lot. Mm. And it's crazy because obviously we explained about Aerosmith being in um the Flaming Moe's episode. And this yeah. is another like so many celebrities in this, this episode has so many guest stars. and it's crazy and it's like just a testament to how popular the show was that because i always feel like with series there's always like a, a guest appearance in one episode of the whole series but this series like mm. almost every other episode has got a guest appearance or a yeah. cameo or but this is before they were like hacky though like i love the the guest appearances they have in this era because they work in a yeah, really nice exactly. way 
that it feels like shoehorned in. No, exactly. And uh, I know that there's a debate between sort of like at the end of sort of season 10 when, in our opinion, the quality starts declining. But I always feel like those sorts, that sort of era of The Simpsons is when like guest stars are only in it for yeah. the sake of it. Whereas this, and that, they're so it actually deferential works. to the guests. They're yeah, always exactly. like fawning all over them, which I hate. Whoever yeah, it exactly. is, I don't know. Robin Williams comes in like, Robin Williams? Like, yeah. oh, here we go. Yeah. I mean, that's a bad example because I love Robin Williams and I don't think he was ever in The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Apart but... from when only he can go outside because of his hair coverage. Yeah, because of his hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, going back to this episode, it's so funny because even though that there's, as I said, no affiliation, no connections to baseball, I just, I just mm. think this is such a good storyline and like homer's wonder bat and like yeah, it's just yeah. it's just such a good episode and like there's just so many good things about it and like i love the line where bart's like daryl daryl yeah <laughs> things like that get stuck in my head the daryl gets stuck in my head the um i'll touch my belt buckle not once not twice but thrice thrice that, that gets in my head yeah not once not twice but thrice all right simpson let's go over the signals if I tuck the bill of my cap like so, yes. it means the signal is a fake. Uh-huh. However, I can take that off by dusting my hands thusly. Got it. If I want you to bunt, I will touch my belt buckle not once, not twice, but thrice. If Uh-oh. I tuck this here, I don't understand a word he's saying. Why didn't he just let me bat? I wish I was home with a big bag of potato chips. Mmm, potato chips. Got that, Simpson? Yes, sir. But um, yeah. yeah, I love this episode. So um, and this has amazing Barney in it as well. Yeah, <laughs> Lord Palmerston, <laughs> Pitt the Elder. And I say England's greatest prime minister was Lord Palmerston. Pitt the Elder. Lord Palmerston. Pitt the Elder. Okay, you asked for it, Bugs. Yeah, <laughs> that's showing him, Barney. Pity Elder. Lord Palmerston! I love how specific that argument is. <laughs> it's so funny because it's, it's obviously about British Prime Ministers and like <laughs> hardly anyone in Britain would know those two Prime Ministers. No, I mean, that's really I'm, a bit, I'm a bit of a history nerd and like I know a, quite a lot about Victorian England. So obviously like I know like the whole Lord Palmerston thing. But if you literally just spoke to anyone walking down the street, they wouldn't have a clue who either of those people are. No, I only know Pitt the Elder because the jokes on Blackadder about yeah. Pitt the Younger and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the thing. So, um, yeah, I mean, this wasn't particularly a wild card for me at all. It was just, hmm. this was just the episode that I liked. And it's, well, it's such a, no- yeah. a notorious episode as well. It's such a famous episode um, that it bears mentioning. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it also has uh, Horny Marge again. Always Horny Marge. You're good at lots of things, I... like <laughs> snuggling. Yeah, but my friends can't watch me do that. <laughs> I always subconsciously pick the Horny Marge episodes. Yeah. We'll just do our four or one more Horny Marge moments. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, though, one of the parts about this episode that I love the most is actually the end credits with the song. Oh, my God. That song is amazing. Yeah, I love it. And the funny thing was... I was actually singing it to myself while I was like getting ready in the morning, and I was like, "Why yeah. the hell is this in my epi- in my head?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, it's because it's my four and more, like my one more episode." And I was just thinking, 
I think it's softball. We're talking Homer. That's it. Ozzy and the straw. straw. <laughs> so good. I love it. But it's funny because it's the end credits. And especially if you watch it on sort of like Sky One or Channel Four, nine times out of ten, the, the credits are like being spoken over. So No, not for them. They better play them credits, otherwise I'm I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm writing letters of complaint. <laughs> They're brilliant. But um yeah, so that's my um one more. Great choices. So uh, let's recap on our uh, four plus ones, and then we'll talk about some others that nearly made the cut. Yep. So mine were uh, number four, Bart the Lover. Number three, Homer Alone. Number two, Flaming Moe's. Number one, Colonel Homer. And my plus one uh, was The Otto Show. Do, 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 do. Okay, so my number four was Flaming Moe's. My number three is Bart the Lover. My number two is Colonel Homer, and my number one is Black Widower, and then my one more is Homer at the Bat. Great choices. Okay, so I mentioned... Oh, you said you wanted to talk about another episode. Yeah, yeah, so... Um... I think I know what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Is it about a certain paedophile? <laughs> Potentially, yeah. So um, I was doing some research online, and it came up about Stark Raven Dad being in mm. season three. And I'm like, what the hell? And then it dawned on me that obviously Disney Plus haven't yeah. um, included it in season three. So obviously, no, it's not available to view anywhere now. No, exactly. So um, we was obviously going through and I was thinking to myself, that's not in season three. And I was adamant it wasn't, but it is. It's in yeah, season it three. And do you know the thing is like, this was actually going to be my one more choice because I actually really like that episode. <laughs> Well, you know what? Before we watched the series, I thought, I'm going to do Stark Raven Dad as my one more. I'm going to be controversial because yeah, I remember exactly. loving it as well. But I watched it. Did you rewatch it for this? Um, no, I didn't because I did. I've, I I've only it. been watching it. I've only been watching the episodes on um, Disney Plus and I was a bit like, I know that it's now not available. So I was yeah. really worried that I wouldn't be able to get it anywhere. No, I just got an illegal rip of it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I literally just went on Pirate Bay and got this one episode to do my full research for series yeah. three. And I thought, okay, let's watch it. And you know what? Watching it now, I really didn't enjoy it. I thought, oh, oh really? I, I really do like this episode. I really want to watch it again. And I didn't like watching it. It's actually my third from bottom. No way. On the list. And um, yeah, like one, it's not as good as I remember it being. It's been so long since I watched it because it's just they don't rerun it. They're not allowed yep. to for the last however many years. So I never well, see you say it. That, I remember but it being during good. lockdown. I actually watched it on Sky One during lockdown. Really? Yeah. That surprises me. Yeah, exactly, and that's why I was a bit confused because um, obviously during lockdown was when obviously Disney Plus first came out, and um, I would predominantly watch all the Simpsons on that. But then I put Sky One on and watch the Simpsons while I'm doing dinner or whatever. So it's just always on. And yeah, it was on. And I was really, really shocked because I was under the impression, as you yeah. rightly said, that everywhere just now does not show it. That's but what yeah, I thought. I thought Sky unless you had it on the DVD. showed it. That Sky One definitely showed it. really surprising. Well, I didn't enjoy rewatching it, actually. I found it quite a boring episode. And then yeah. just like knowing Michael Jackson was the guy and having the plot be like Michael Jackson wants to hang out with Bart in his bedroom was just like oh my god yeah, yeah. I don't like this yeah no <laughs> and it's it, so and weird and how like insidious it is that when Michael Jackson wanted to make this episode he contacted them and was just like I want to do an episode where I'm friends with Bart 
because all kids like Bart and it makes kids like me. Yeah, that's, that's so weird. really, really gross. Yeah, um, so weird. But um, the Lisa Richard birthday song is very memorable. Yeah. And that's okay to enjoy because it wasn't sung by Michael Jackson. Yeah. It's he wasn't allowed part, to do right? the singing parts because it went against his contract. So he voiced the speaking parts, which at the time they also wasn't allowed to credit, but since have been allowed to say. Yeah. But the singer had to be a sound alike, uh, a guy called, um, I can't remember his name, I've got it written down. I think it's like Kip, Kip Lemon, something like that. Kip <laughs> Lennon. <laughs> I but, can't remember. Um, I, th- I think it's Kip, Kit Lemon. Kit Lennon. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to quickly Google it. Yeah, keep, that's going to bug me. Keep, it's keep saying... Kit, it's either Kit or Kip, and it's either Lennon or Lemon. Yeah. Michael, all right, I'm Googling as we speak. The thing is, what I really... What, what doesn't sit well with me is the whole like pink shirt, like homophobia side of it mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. I think that doesn't... Uh, I do like the, uh, the running well. joke for it of like, careful, he wets his pants. Because <laughs> Bart puts the homer and wets his pants on that form. Ah, oh, you were right. It's Kip, as in K-I-P-P, and then Lennon, like Lennon, John Lennon. Right. I, like, I, I was almost so close. Yeah, like John Lennon, but Kit. So he did the singing for Lisa Richard's birthday. Yeah. And then Michael Jackson voiced Leon Kampowski. Yep. Yeah. Apparently it and says I, I here... And I do like Leon Kampowski at the end where he said, Lisa, it's your birthday. <laughs> So it says here on the Simpsons wiki page, while he recorded the voice work for the character, his entire singing was performed by Kip Lennon because Jackson wanted to play a joke on his brothers and fool them into thinking the impersonator was him. Jackson's lines were recorded at a second session by Brooks. Mm, I've got, um, so I've got a big Simpsons guide and that's an amended version, a fairly recent one. And in that it says also like it was... Uh, a contract thing like he wasn't allowed to sing oh, really? on something that was like on fox or whatever because he was signed in contract to only sing for a certain studio and things like that oh, so okay. i think that had something to do with it as well yeah uh, again this this also has the uh hold music marge cries with crazy on the hold music <laughs> i'm crazy about feeling <laughs> this yeah, might be that. the most that we've ever sung on an episode <laughs> it will be the most we ever sing on an episode even well, more until than we do the, the songs episode we'll do the songs episode <laughs> yeah even more than when we spoke about karaoke for 10 minutes <laughs> yeah i was born in a world on a traveling show <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i wanted to be a little bit controversial but obviously you was on the same page with me it was yeah Dad. uncomfortable episode because of the history but also when i rewatched it just taken as an episode i find found it in the weaker episodes yeah. of the series yeah, as well no, actually that's, that's that's fair enough um but yeah i i quite enjoy it but i i, I get it i i'm totally on your the same wavelength as you regarding like your opinions of the episode so talking of weaker episodes, do you have a least favourite episode of this series? Um, okay, so there's two that I Ooh, really mine, didn't... I've en- got two as well. That I really didn't enjoy, but for different reasons. Okay. So my bo- so the bottom, bottom of the list is Homer Defined. Same, exactly the same for me. I've never liked this episode. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. And then my other episode that I didn't really enjoy, which sort of goes against most of my moral fibre, is Lisa Goes to Washington. Oh, this was nearly my plus one. Because I went to uni and I studied politics. So obviously I quite like political discussions and things like that. But 
when I was watching it, I was just a bit like, I'm not enjoying this. Like, mm. I, 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 I like the fact that the Simpsons have tried to sort of bring politics into it, and you know, that that is my interest. But I just didn't, I don't, I didn't really enjoy it when I was watching it, to be honest with you. So this one was one that I never enjoyed, but then this time around, I really did. So that's why it yeah. nearly became my plus one because I was like, oh, it's an episode I never liked until now. Yeah. But, um, I thought Homer was brilliant in this. Like this, to me, this was like, oh, Homer's instantly stupider. It's the first episode of the series and Homer's instantly stupider, but just the right amount of stupid because it has, yeah. um, where is it? <laughs> the image that kept making me laugh is that uh, he falls asleep on the welcome mint <laughs> and <he's> stuck <laughs> to the side of his face. Um, and when she enters her initial essay, they think that her dad helped her and then they're like, after meeting your father, I've decided to award you an additional five points. Yeah. So (laughs) give her the check. (laughs) Everyone laughs. Bart is brilliant in this episode. He, he's like the standout for me. Um, Oh, this also has horny March when she giggles at the, uh, at the monument. At the monument. And even Homer's (laughs) like, oh, March, grow up. (laughs) Hey, what's so funny? Oh, Marge, grow up. So, yeah, this was this was so close to being my plus one. Just for, like, it wasn't my favourite anything. It's middling. Um, yeah. It was, so it's number nine. It's not it's not that bad. But um, I, if you'd asked me before, I'd have been like, oh, it's right near the bottom. But actually, I really enjoyed it this time around. The, the other one I'm not a big fan of from this series is, um, and I know this is a really popular one, so this might be controversial, it's uh, Radio Bart. I love this episode. Yeah, everyone does, it's, apart from me, it seems. It's quite high up for me. Um, it comes under Homer alone. So mm-hmm. um, it's wow. it's kind of like top of my mid-tier, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I watch this episode quite a lot. It's always one that, if I want to watch season three, it's always one that I do go to quite a lot. I mm. love this episode. See, I, mean, I never I, rewatch it. Yeah, I mean, I understand why you don't like it. I mean, I, I do appreciate how it, uh, it is a bit annoying, I think. Bart is a bit annoying in it and I do get it, but I do love this episode and um, there are a lot of moments in it that I do love. But yeah, I, I agree. I think it's quite a controversial um, statement to make to say that you don't like it because I think this is quite a popular it's one of really season beloved. three. There's, there's a yeah. few episodes coming up where I know people love and I just don't. Yeah, but that's what makes for a good podcast because... Yeah. Especially like I'm when upset we have, people. yeah, but we have different opinions. But the thing is, our listeners are going to have completely different opinions yeah, yeah. to what we are. So, I mean, Homer Defined. We've both turned around and said that it's our worst episode of season three. But there could be people out there where Homer Defined is one of their favourite episodes. I remember everyone always used to reference that one at school. When I was at school, people used to reference like pulling a Homer, which is the thing from this episode. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I actually can't even remember what this episode is. Is he? I always forget as well. He stops the meltdown. Yeah, see that's what I mean. Like it it was bottom of my list. It stayed in the bottom of my list, but I couldn't even remember what the episode was about when I said Homer Defined. But the only stuff I like in Homer Defined is um Lisa suddenly really respects him because she thinks he's like a hero. And she, he's like, What are you doing? when he's watching Tony's like, Oh, just looking at you of quiet or Well, <laughs> as long as it's quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's really it falls flat for me Homer yeah it's, it's, it's a bit boring to be honest mm. and it's one that I always forget about and and then when I was sort of going through I was a bit like oh it was a bit of a chore for me to watch it to be yeah. honest but like I said like there could be people out there that absolutely love it and like you say there, there's quite a lot of quote 
quotable lines in it that people use quite a lot, I think. Yeah, yeah. So a really, really strong season. Do you have any that were like almost for you? Because I've got like um, one that was so close. Like Bart the Lover was my number four, but my number five was really close. So there's a couple that I um that I really like. Um I love Bart's friend falls in love. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I love that because I love the whole like Samantha Stanky. A like, little bit of Millhouse again, giving the side characters more yeah, stuff to do. Yeah. Um and I don't know, really. There's there's so many episodes in here that are just like I really like them, I enjoy them, but they're not up there for me. Lisa's Pony is the one that's really close for me. See, Lisa's Pony is like definitely right in the middle for me. Oh, I wow. enjoy it and, you know, it is a good episode, but it's not one that I would I could talk about for ages. I love, like uh, all just the stuff with Homer like trying to work two jobs and all just the the stuff about him being really tired and yeah. falling asleep at the wheel, golden slumber sweet. starts playing. I and... love I love when Homer and Lisa have like episodes together where they're very cute and um they've got like a really sweet relationship. I love um, how exhausted he gets as well when he's like, How yeah. long does a horse live? Thirty years, it's like dull. He can't even dull. like dull. It's just can't like, even dull. lift his head up. Yeah. Um Another episode that I really like in this season is Dog of Death. Oh, see, that's right. That's near the bottom for me. Yeah. I mean, it's always... I think it's just I remember watching this quite a lot as a kid and liking it as a kid. Um, Hang on a sec. I haven't even put it on my list. No way. I forgot to write it on my list. I don't know where it is, but I think it's near the bottom. Yeah, no. So Dog of Death is like sort of somewhere near the middle for me. Um, But yeah, I, I... I just really enjoy it. And there's a lot of um, quotes in here that I really like as well. I'm seeing if I've put Dog of Death on my... um, I've got two lists, my running list and then my final list. No, I've just (laughs) forgot to put it on completely. So that How many many episodes... Yeah, how many episodes have you got? 22? Because there's actually 23 episodes. I've got 23. Are you including um, Start Raving Dad? No. You're not including Start Raving Dad? No. So I've put Start Raving Dad and forgot to put oh, Dog of Death. That's oh, okay. why I've yeah. counted the episodes and I've put that yeah. in and forgot. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, So Dog yeah. of Death that would actually sense. be fairly near the bottom for me. Yeah. No, that's that's cool. Um, is there any others that you want to make no, a special I mean, the, mention? No, the ones that were high for me, uh, Lisa's Pony, Burns for Carlton to Craftwork, uh, Mr. Lisa Goes to Washington, we kind of talked about. They were sort of my top tier ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I feel like season three is definitely a very strong season and it's sort of coming out of the early, early Simpsons and it's definitely blooming and I feel like a lot of people would pick a lot of these episodes in their lists as well and it'll be really interesting to see what our listeners think and if they agree or if they disagree. I did just look at my notes for Dog of Death. And I don't think it would be at the bottom, actually. It'd be somewhere in the middle, because I forgot that it has all the Lottery Mania stuff. Yeah. And it also has, look closer, Lenny. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, that, uh, that's, that's actually not a bad episode. I get it mixed up with the other. There's the, there's like two Santa's Little Help ones. I think you're thinking of season two. They have that one where he goes to the dog That's I get it confused school. with that, which I yeah, don't really like that one that much. No, that episode's really boring like mm. not even worth a mention like i didn't enjoy that episode at all but yeah, this one that's what has i get got, confused with yeah this one has got a lot more um yeah it's got a lot more um 
funny things in it than yeah. the other one. I've just I've just like put it in my list where I yeah. think it would be. Now. I like um this is the part of the job I hate. And then he chucks the hamster <laughs> and it goes in the bin. Oh. Oh, and sorry, how can a dog of death for some reason? I just discovered my notes. Uh, if I came into your house and started sniffing your crotch and slivering <laughs> all over your face, what would you say? If you did it, sir. <laughs> People like dogs, Mr. Burns. Nonsense. Dogs are idiots. Think about it, Smithers. If I came into your house and started sniffing at your crotch and slobbering all over your face, what would you say? Mm. If you did it, sir. <laughs> I love it. Burns Smithers so, stuff I love. So, yeah, this is like sort of, sort of, I'd say top seven, maybe. Top mm. five, top seven. Yeah. So, this is an absolute golden series, as we've discovered. Excellent stuff. I absolutely love this season. Um, I always, I, I'm like you. I say, oh, this is definitely my, one of my favorite seasons. And then I watch the next one and I'm like, oh, no, that one's better. <laughs> I have such a fondness for series two. Yeah. That I actually, in my heart, I'm like, oh, I, I like series two more than series three. Yeah. Weirdly, but now I'm watching series five, as I said, I'm like, five is the best so far. Five yeah, is I mean, phenomenal. For, for me, season five is actually my favorite season. Always has been, always I will be. I think it might be mine. When I'm rewatching it yeah. now, I'm like, I can't get much better than this. Yeah. So I'm really excited. Um, as we said earlier, I'm sort of halfway through season four four now watching mm-hmm. that and there's so many on that list as well that i love about season four so three oh, four yeah. and five are really really hard to to pick because i'm actually all really looking forward to talking about season four yeah i mean i've already got my list written and yeah so it, it'll be interesting to see if yeah yeah i'll be really interested to see which ones you pick from that yeah okay. i'm really excited but listeners if you want to let us know what your favorites are of series three or if you disagree or agree or whatever of this or any other ones we've already done, you can contact us. It's uh, four and one more pod at gmail.com or you can go to four and one more.com and contact through there as well. And you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Bob Shoy. That's at B O B S H O Y. And I'm at Emma Rowena, which is E M M A R O E N A. Yeah. And we're also on Facebook and Instagram and things like that. But all the links will be on the website. So that's four and one more.com. You can find all the stuff on there. It'd be really interesting to see if there's any other um, any other phrases or any other sayings that you guys all say that we've completely missed yeah. because there's so many good sayings. I so love many good quotes. like the different lines that people get in their heads of like, like you said, like the pantyhose thing. Yeah. That's something that gets in your head. And like the <laughs> wing, <laughs> that stuff is really, <laughs> that gets in my head. So... Uh. <laughs> I want to know what what are the moment what are the bits that get in your head. We love hearing your comments, so please just keep sending them through because they really do make our day. Please do. Uh, next time, ooh, have we decided? Oh yeah, we we're going to do uh, our favorite film parodies. I looked yep. at this. We hadn't decided if it was just like parodies in general, TV, film, whatever. I looked through, and I'm going to put my foot down and say only films. Okay, because there's so which, many, which should be interesting because Bob obviously has his film pod. And he's yeah. very, very much into films and watches like 200 films plus a year. Oh, I think Whereas, I'm on like 400 this year already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whereas I, don't get me wrong, like I like films, I enjoy them, but I haven't seen anywhere as near as many as he has. And I'm really not as into films as Bob is. So it'd so be it's really interesting. It's potential that I'll say some of my favorite parodies. You'll be like, I didn't even know that was a parody. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, potentially. <laughs> I feel like mine will be very much like on the nose, very obvious. Mm. But the funny thing is, like we we discussed this in like my favorite episode, um, like my of all time, and like Cape Fear. Like I've never seen Cape Fear, but it's still my, yeah. one of my favorite parodies. So would that be your favorite parody if you're not if, if you don't know it as a parody? Like you watch See, that and like the, the episode, thing. so you're not thinking of it like I love that parody. No, or, I love that no. So I'm purposely not going to use it because I haven't seen Cape Fear. Exactly. That's what I was going to yeah. say. I was about to say yeah. it has to be you love that moment because, because it's, a parody. it's that. Yeah. No. Definitely. So Great. I'm definitely. Yeah. I'm not going to use Cape Fear for that reason because I've never seen the film. So I'm only going to use films that i've actually seen great look forward to it i haven't even started to think about my list for that yet but no i'm gonna be honest i next. haven't either so no. this, this will be interesting yeah so so next time it will be uh our four and one more favorite film parodies in the simpsons before returning for season four uh okay so like we said contact us and until next time part of my galoshes i'm not going to swear but i am going to kick this dog house down kick this dog Pantyhose, practical and alluring. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.